ourselves in a familiar portion of Scripture, and I want to uh, uh, preach a, a message this evening and encourage you as you come to a familiar portion of Scripture. In Luke chapter number 19, verses 1 through 10, we are introduced to a, a gentleman that many, if not all of us, are familiar with, and that name is Zacchaeus. Uh, we're introduced to a man by the name of Zacchaeus, and as I, I was praying and studying and spending some time looking at some of these things in this passage of Scripture, my mind just continued to come back to the one thought that nothing was going to stop him from seeing Jesus. Nothing was going to stop him. And as you go and you read these first ten verses here in this chapter, you'll see that that is what the scene begins to unfold and illustrate to us is that he was willing to do anything. Now, now you, as you study Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 10, you'll see here that he had some opposition. Now, there were some, some people that did not like Zacchaeus. As you come to Zacchaeus, there are some things that very, very simply we understand to distinguish this gentleman. Uh, the children probably have studied Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus, there's a song written about him, and he was a very short in stature individual. Uh, Zacchaeus was a wee little man, that, that song right there. And as you think about that, he was one that was very short, if you would. His job was he was a tax collector. And as you think about that, that is what describes him. He was wealthy and he had all of this. And his need, though, is what we find in this chapter. You see, he had the, the prosperity he had, uh, you know, as you think about this gentleman, he had all of the, the knowledge. He had what he needed. He had what he could do. He knew all of these things. And in chapter number 19, we see the need of Zacchaeus. And that need was only one that Jesus himself could fulfill. And that was Jesus Christ himself. You see, there are going to be times in our lives whenever you begin to describe someone and you begin to describe them and you'll say, hey, that individual is a wealthy individual. Wealth doesn't save you. That, that individual is an individual who has all the knowledge one could have. Knowledge does not save you. Now, that individual is one who, man, you should, you, I mean, he, if there was a job that was a dream job for people, this man had it made. I mean, think about all these things, and you, you understand, jobs don't save you. All of those things. But Jesus does. And as you come to Luke chapter number 19, we begin to see a man who was seeking. He, he was longing for something that was lacking. You see, Zacchaeus had tried prosperity, and prosperity left him unfulfilled. Zacchaeus had tried power, and power had left him unfulfilled. Zacchaeus had tried position, and position had left him unfulfilled. And he had tried pressure, and he had a place, and he had all of these things. But he never found that peace until he found Jesus. And in our lives, as you think about each and every single one of us, you think about this portion of Scripture, and as you come through, look with me for just a moment. The Bible says, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now, as you come to this portion of Scripture, Jesus has been fulfilling many miracles, and as He continues to fulfill these miracles that are taking place, His, his crowd begins to get larger and larger. The intrigue begins to grow. The interest, if you would, begins to get larger and larger, and people are wondering, Who is this man? And as he is entering into the city, there's this man by the name of, of Zacchaeus who is also intrigued. He's probably heard about this. As you would for just a moment, uh, I don't know that this is how it all happened, but I can imagine Zacchaeus being a tax collector as he is hearing about this one Jesus. And all of a sudden he hears about Jesus and he also hears that there was one of his own that was once a tax collector, but no longer is that because he's a follower of Jesus being Matthew. I wonder if that was something that really intrigued him. And he said, oh man, you mean to tell me that Matthew could have had it made? He could have done this. He could have had all of these many things. And he chose to be a follower of this one Jesus. 
You see, Zacchaeus was, if you were to go and you were to study the tax collectors, there were three different branches of the tax collectors, and Zacchaeus was in that top layer. And what that meant was that not only did he uh, collect the taxes, but that anything that was given above and beyond that which was supposed to be collected, he could keep himself. And so as you think about this for just a moment, and Zacchaeus in this portion of Scripture, you're thinking, oh man, well, what's, what's he, if he can do all that, he's got all the wealth in the world, that doesn't matter. And that goes to show us right here this morning, or this evening, that wealth will always leave you dissatisfied. It's only Jesus. Only Jesus. Some of the richest people that have ever lived have illustrated that by their testimony of talking about their wealth. Many have died saying it wasn't worth it. Many have died saying, you know what, I will always be dissatisfied unless I have more and more money because it never gets, it's never enough. But when you find Jesus, it's enough. He satisfies. Verse number 2 says, And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans. Now his description is here. And he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press. That's speaking of the crowd here because he was, again, here's his description, a little of stature. And he ran before and climbed into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came, unto, uh, came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Jesus stood and said unto the, the Lord... Uh, and Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I take, have taken any thing from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to thy house, for so much as he is also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost." As you come to this portion of Scripture, this message of Zacchaeus' life is a, a message of seeking, if you would. And as you, you see this man, he's seeking for something. We're all longing for something at some point in our lives. Before I had gotten saved, I found myself looking for that emptiness. I, I knew that I was lost. I knew that I was dying and going to hell, and I was seeking. And I remember in those moments when I was seeking, every single time that I'd lay my head down on my pillow, I'd go to, to bed seeking what that was that was missing, knowing right well that it was my salvation. I was not saved. I did not know Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And Zacchaeus is in this place where he is seeking. He's looking for something. He knows, hey, I have all the wealth that I could have. I have all of the, 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 the places that I could go to, and I, I have all the power that I need and all of these many things, but there's still something that is missing. We've all been there. We've all been in that place where we are looking and we are saying, man, there's got to be something, and it's not something, it's someone. It's him. But this, is, this story is a message of him seeking. It's a message of salvation. As you come to verse number 9, it says, This day is salvation come to this house for so much as also is a son of Abraham. It wasn't the, the, the fact of him climbing the tree that saved him. It wasn't the fact of him, him doing this effort and making forth this effort. It wasn't that that was saved him. It was Jesus that saved him. And that, that help us understand that this evening because works will never save. You could never do enough to save yourself. It's only Jesus. And as you come to this portion of Scripture, people would say, oh, it was the, the fact that he was willing to climb the tree. No, that's not what did it. It was Jesus. Oh, it was the, the effort that was made for you to see the crowd. No, 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 it wasn't like that. It was Jesus. You see, every single one of us, if we were to try to make that argument, we would say, well, we all made an, an effort to be at the house of God. That's not what saved you. 
Being at the house of God is not what saved you. Jesus Christ himself is what saved you. And as you come to this portion of Scripture, you see a message of seeking, a message of salvation as he is, he is trying to, to get to the Lord here and he, he accepts the Lord. You see a message of security. As the Bible says right here in verse 9, And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he is also, also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. As you think about this in your own life, in that moment you accepted Christ as your personal Savior, you understood right in that moment that, hey, you never had to worry again about eternity because your eternity was placed in faith in Jesus Christ. It's a message of security. What a comforting thing. There are people all around. There are people who are trying to work their way. There are people who are trying to, 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 to go specifically towards a, a religion or trying to, to, to worship a, a man-made God and all these many things, and they're always going to be left empty because man-made gods will not save you. It's only the one true Lord of lords and the King of kings, Jesus Christ himself, and he's the one who provides the security that we need. It's a message of security. It's a message of salvation. It's a message of him seeking here, but it's also a message of sanctification as we understand the ongoing process of what Jesus Christ has for us. You see, salvation is just the beginning of really seeing all that God has for every single one of us. It's a sad thing for people to share a testimony and say, yeah, I remember getting saved in church, and that was it. That's where it stopped. They never were able to truly experience all that God had for them. Yes, they're saved, and what a blessing that is, and that, that's something we can rejoice over, but they missed out on some of the other blessings in living for the Lord. And so as you come to Luke chapter number 19, I want to point just a couple of things out to you this evening that would encourage you because this man was willing to do whatever it took to see Jesus. And I wonder how many times in our own lives that we, we allow the distractions of the world or we allow the, 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 the ongoing disruptions or we allow the circumstances or we allow things to get in the way and, and maybe sometimes it's things that we could really just put forth a little bit more effort and press through, but instead we make an excuse as to why we can't be at the house of God or why we can't be found in our word or why we can't pray or why we can't be faithful to the Lord or why we can't serve Him, whatever the case might be, but nonetheless, why we can't press forward to see Jesus. What are the excuses in your own life? What are the things that really hindering, hinder you from being as we have taken this thing all in all and given to the Lord? What are those things in your own personal life? What are those things that are holding you back because, hey, it's just too easy to make an excuse? Notice with me, number one, if we would, in verses one through three, we see Zacchaeus seeking. The Bible says, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. Now, again, as we come to realize these statements here in verse number 2, it says that he was chief among the publicans and he was rich. And we've already described his position a little bit, but his position is beginning to be acknowledged here. And again, he was at the top of that position. And anything that was taken as far as the taxes, anything that went above and beyond that, that was taken in, he could keep for himself. And so he was a rich man. He was very wealthy because of this. And he could do all this. And he was, he was able to. He had the, the, the go-ahead to do that. It was understood that, hey, if this happens, you can keep these things. And so he, he had it made as far as the wealth would go. He, if, you, if you wanted one who said, hey, uh, how does it feel to be rich? He could tell you exactly how it felt. How does it feel to take people's money and, and be able to keep this? He could tell you how it felt. And so he begins to describe his position here in verse number two as you see that he was seeking. The Bible says in verse number three that he sought to see Jesus. You see, in verse number 2 and 3, we begin to see his position and his prosperity there, but his purpose is something that he is searching for. 
That's something that he's searching for. What am I here for? What, what is the purpose here? There's got to be more. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press. Now, this statement here, and he sought, speaks of to seek by thinking, to seek by meditation, by reasoning, or to inquire to. So he's been thinking on this. This isn't just something that, well, we're just right then and there. This is something that he had been thinking on for a period of time, and he sought to. He was, he was determined to. He had been meditating on this. I've got to see him. And so his purpose in this passage of Scripture here is that he wanted to see Jesus. And every single day of our lives, it's an amazing opportunity that we have because every single day that we open our eyes, we are given the opportunity to see Jesus. How many times do we decide not to? Oh, we open the Word of God, and we open the Word of God, and we, 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 we set our timers for just a few moments. Okay, I've got ten minutes, and we read right here. Never with the intent, Lord, reveal yourself through your Word. We set ourselves some time aside to pray and, and we begin to pray and we set that clock or we set that timer and say, okay, I've got this right here. This is how much time I've got to pray or whatever the case may be. And we go to the Lord in prayer, never with the intent, Lord, show me yourself today. And we go throughout our days and, and never with the intent of, Lord, reveal yourself to me. I walked outside just the other day and as I was walking outside, I got up real early and uh, it was Friday morning. I got up at around 5.30, got on the road to go to Jackson and, and Eli's birthday in Cleveland, Tennessee. And as I went, as I was driving, it was still dark at night, and that sun began to, sh- to just kind of come up. As I was driving on 24 and I was looking around, the trees were starting to change color a little bit, and I was just kind of watching as that sun began to rise a little bit, and I was thinking, man, what a beautiful canvas. What a beautiful picture right in front of me as I began to think about that and, and, and spend some time in prayer on that trip just saying, Lord, reveal yourself. Lord, reveal your will. Lord, reveal what you have for us as a church, what you have for my family. Lord, reveal yourself to me. Lord, show me all that you have. And Zacchaeus is, is seen here as this statement is being made and he sought to see Jesus. That's all his goal was. He didn't have any other intentions. He didn't care how big the crowd was. There's a message there. He, he didn't care how many people saw him. He didn't care that, that, that people were pushing him back. He was going to do whatever it took to see Jesus. I want you to illustrate, uh, picture this for just a moment. As we were going to, to Disney World this past summer, we were at Disney World, and obviously as you go to Magic Kingdom, one of the big things at Magic Kingdom as the, the, the park is closing down is that they have the big fireworks show. You've got the beautiful castle there and, and all of the, the, the people, and it's amazing how whenever you are walking through the park, you have plenty of space, and it's not much of an issue. And then all of a sudden, as that park begins to close down and it comes to a, a, a show where the fireworks begin to take place, it's as though you, you, you're sitting there like this. And I've got pictures. Uh, and I remember we were standing there for just a few moments, and, and, and Jackson and Holly were on the ground. If they were on the ground, they would not have been able to see. And Jackson and Holly are standing there for just a few moments and they're saying, hey, I want to see the fireworks. I want to see, I want to see, I want to see. And so what they want to do? They wanted to get on Daddy's shoulders. So Holly got on Daddy's shoulders. Jackson was standing on a chair so that they could see what was going to take place. If I were to have a couple of men come and stand right here to illustrate it, I could have them standing for just a few moments and I could portray this and act as though that there was something that was going on. I could use one of these children and I could illustrate this. And just a picture with me for just a moment. Jesus is walking in. The crowd is, is amazed at what he's done and they're intrigued at what all the miracles they've heard of. And as Jesus is walking through, Zacchaeus is trying to, to see, but he's pressed back. 
You see, Zacchaeus was not someone who was well-liked. Being a tax collector is something that he was despised. He was hated. And so when he was seen, it was not one of those things. And not only is he a tax collector trying to see Jesus, but he's in his nice garments. He wasn't in his rugged clothes. He wasn't wearing things that, he, that, that were kind of like you know, your, your outside clothes when you're going to mow the grass or something like that. It wasn't like that. He was wearing his nice... It'd be as though me showing up in, 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 in this right here saying, hey, I want to see what's going on. And all of a sudden, as, this, as Jesus is walking through, Zacchaeus is pressed. He can't get through. Not only is he despised and he's hated, but he's short in stature. There's nothing he could do. He's not going to be able to, to muscle his way on through. And so what does he do? He finds him a tree. Uh, as I ha- if I were to have three gentlemen stand right here, I could illustrate this with, with a young boy just coming, and he wants to see all of the ruckus that's going on over there, and so what's he doing? He's, maybe he jumps on that person's back. He's just kind of looking to see what's going on. And making sure that he could, he could see exactly what's taking place. He sought to see Jesus. As you think about this for just a moment, he had encountered some difficulties. Can I share with you that there are going to be times in our lives whenever we want to see Jesus so badly, but there are difficulties that are in front of us. Those difficulties that were in front of Zacchaeus that he was facing, he had some obstacles. These obstacles that he was facing were some crowds. It was loud. He was hated. He was despised. He was short. This is an obstacle that he faced. Can I share with you that there are going to be times in your life whenever you're facing some obstacles, and I wonder how many times we let those obstacles discourage us from seeing Jesus. How many times we let those obstacles and we take that obstacle and say, well, I guess I just am not going to see the Lord for a period of time. No, 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 no. Why aren't you putting more effort forth to see Jesus? If if your schedule gets busy, get rid of some of the the busyness in the schedule so that you can schedule some time with Jesus. Instead of saying, well, you know, it's just been a busy month. I haven't been able to spend time with the Lord. No, if you're too busy for the Lord, you're too busy at all. As you, you see the obstacles that he was facing, he faced these obstacles because of the crowd. He was pressed. The Bible says in verse number 2, And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was chief among the publicans, and he was rich, and he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was too past that way. As you think about this right here, not only was he difficult, his, his difficulties being the obstacles, but also the opposition. You see, the opposition was something of this. He had the crowds. It was loud. He was hated. He was despised. He was short. All of these things represented what he was facing. This obstacle right here, his difficulties, he had this crowd. He had the the condition of him being short. But he was unwilling for that to be the reason he wasn't able to see Jesus. Can I share with you this, this evening, if you want to find an excuse as to why you don't spend time with Jesus, you can find it. You ain't going to have to travel very far to find it. If you want to find an excuse as to why you never serve Jesus, you can find it. If you want to find an excuse as to why that you, you, your circumstances, you want to use the circumstances, you can find it. And it's an amazing thing within the Christian life sometimes how often and how quickly we give up on seeing Jesus. I imagine for just a moment... As Zacchaeus was unwilling to take this and, and say this is his, his, his final option, as, as I imagine for just a moment, I, I, I love this picture of this man saying, well, if I'm not going to be able to, to see him through the crowd, then I'm going to climb this tree. Because it's an amazing thing. 
uh, my mind went back to a, a movie. Any of you ever seen the movie Seven Days in Utopia? I've made reference to this before. Golf movie. Look at that. Yeah, that's true. It's a golf movie, and it's, it's got a spiritual emphasis within the movie, but the movie starts out for just a moment. And this, this son and father, the son is playing golf, the father is the caddy, and as the son is playing this round, he's playing and he's about to win a tournament that would put him into the PGA and he would get his PGA card. And as he is playing in this tournament, his, his dad is the caddy and his dad tells him to take a driver off of the tee box instead of an iron. And he, understanding if he did that, he would put himself in a place where he would put, you know, he hadn't hit the driver well and so he ends up hitting it into the rough and out of the rough he ends up hitting it into the water and out of the water he ends up hitting it again in the water and anyways... it's a disaster of the final hole. And in the picture of what's taking place in this this last hole here, the commentators are talking, and they're talking for just a moment. They say, the saddest part of this right here, they turn the camera, and the dad is walking back away from his son. I want you to picture this with me for just a moment. Zacchaeus had every opportunity, whenever he was pressed because of the crowd, he's short. He can't see over him. He's not strong enough to get up in the midst of him and bully his way through to get to see Jesus. He had every opportunity to say, you know what, forget it. I can't do it. And just turn and go on his way. He said, no, this isn't going to be the case. I'm going to see Jesus. I'm going to climb a tree. If that means me putting forth more effort to see this Jesus, I'm going to do this. I wonder how many of us, we've been in this place where we could have put forth more effort to see see it through, as Brother Dalton just preached on this last Sunday, to see all that God could have done, to see Him, to see us, and to see it through. We said, no, it's just too difficult. It's not worth it. When you say it's not worth it, you're telling God, Lord, my time, my energy, my talents, it's it's not worth your time. It's not worth seeing... The blessing on the other side. It's not worth seeing. The, the, it's not, the effort is just, it's too much. It's, it's too much to, to put forth and not be able to see it. Can I share with you, not only did you see his difficulties, but you see his dedication in this. Notice again in verse number 4, the Bible says, And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. His effort is seen here. He did whatever it took. His escape was seen as he, 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 he got to this tree and was able to see him. As you picture this for just a moment, he was, he was unwilling that it would just be one of those things where he would have been able to see. You ever been, we went to, as we were at Disney World, they have these parades that go by. And they're, they're number one, being a, a Disney World rookie, I didn't have a clue anything, anytime a parade was coming around or anything like that. I'm sitting there. Kelly would say, hey, go ask them when that's coming back around. I'd go up to people and say, when's that coming back? They'd say, oh, it'll be back around in about 45 minutes or so. And so we'd stand there for about 45 minutes or so, and, and that parade would come back around. And there were a couple of times whenever we were wanting to see a couple of things for the kiddos, and so we're standing there. And I remember we went to get the, the soft serve, um, whatever that, you recommended it to Miss Kelly, the, the ice cream cone, the, the, or one of y'all did. What's that? The Cool Whip, yeah. Dole Whip. <laughs> cool Whip. Dole Whip. And so we're standing in line of the Dole Whip, and all of a sudden we hear this, this noise, you know, this parade's going on. And 
we can see it. We're right here. The parade is literally taking place right there. But we can't see anything. All you do is you hear it. I mean, there's a crowd of people right there. And I could imagine Zacchaeus, it wasn't one of those things where he wanted to experience where he would have said, hey, oh, I heard it going on. I just, I didn't, I didn't see Jesus. I heard it going on. I just, I, I didn't know what was really going on. I mean, I, I heard the ruckus. I heard the crowd. I, I could see that there were a bunch of people, but I never saw them. Can I share with you, that's, that's kind of how I felt as I was standing in line for the dole whip and as I was standing there, I could, I could hear all everything that was taking place and I was thinking, man, we just missed another parade walking through. Zacchaeus said, no, I'm not going to find myself amongst the crowd saying, I heard it. I heard people crying out and, and proclaiming his name. I heard, heard all of that was going on. And someone said, did you see him? I never saw him. I was, I'm too short. I couldn't, I couldn't see him. I couldn't get through the crowd. I, uh, there, there, you, couldn't, you couldn't jump on. I, I couldn't. People hated me. They, they didn't want me there. They were, uh, they were mean to me. They, didn't, they, they despised me. I couldn't. He said, no. I climbed a tree. I was going to see Jesus. I was going to see Jesus. Notice with me, as you see, not only Zacchaeus seeking, you see Jesus seeing. Verse number 5, the Bible says, And when Jesus came to the place... He looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be the guest with a man that is a sinner. Can I share with you for just a moment? I'm so glad that in my moment, whenever I was seeking Jesus, that he came to a sinner. And there's a message there. There's a message in verse number 5 when it says right here that he saw him. There's a message in verse number 6 when it says that he made haste and came down. He wasn't one of those things where Jesus saw him and he said, Zacchaeus, come. And Zacchaeus said, okay, hold on just a minute. I'll be there in just a minute. No, he got down. He made haste. It wasn't, he wasn't lollygagging around. It wasn't one of those things where he was, you know, just going to make his way just a little bit and say, hey, Jesus, you wait on me. I'll be there when I get there. No, he made haste. He was unwilling to miss this opportunity. He put forth all of this effort to see Jesus, and Jesus saw him. The Bible says, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him. This is something that we come to realize that he is the only one. You see, Jesus understood that Zacchaeus had all of those promotions. He had all of the, the prosperity. He had all of the, the places he could go to. He had all of the, 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 the financial wealth and all of these many things. But he understood that as he looked at Zacchaeus, he said, that man has a problem. And I'm the only one who can fix it. That man has all the wealth that he needs. He has all the places he wants to go to. He has all of the promotions. He has the job title. He has the places that he can stay. He has all of the, the power that he needs until he met the all-powerful one. When you look at the life of Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus came with some power. But he found the all-powerful one and he was a changed man. He came with some prosperity. He understood, hey, I've got all this wealth until he realized the prosperity wasn't something that made a difference. He came with all of the, 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 the places that he could, could rob about and talk about and, and all of these many things. But Jesus is the one that he needed. You see, Jesus makes this statement in verse number 5. It says, And when Jesus came to the place and looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide at thy house. I want you to picture with me for just a moment. 
It's kind of like that moment whenever you are telling your children you're going to go do something, and they, they I mean, they're quick about it. Hey, you've got, you've got 30 seconds to put your shoes on, get in the car, we're going to go get ice cream. I mean, that's the quickest you'll see them move. Hey, you got 30 seconds to get up, get up and clean your room, and all of a sudden they got all these excuses why they can't do that. He said, make haste, come down. Verse number six, and he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. As you think about this call, this was an urgent call. In verse number five, as he makes this statement, make haste, it was an urgent call. Make haste and come down. It wasn't something that he was saying, hey, come when you can. No, 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 no. Now, get down. I'm going to abide at thy house. Not only was it an urgent call, but it was a specific call. Is when it says right here, notice this with me. He says, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. I imagine as the crowd is standing there and Jesus is walking in, as for just a moment, as he's walking in to this, this, this crowd is gathered around and he looks up into the tree and he looks up and says, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down. It was specific. And as you see this specific call of crowd, I imagine, and just boos and, and, and awes and is upset about this. And in verse number 8, the Bible says, Behold, Lord, I mean, verse number 7, and when they saw it, they all murmured, saying, that He was gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. This specific call is found here as He says, I must abide at thy house. And it's a personal call. He says, thy house. As you think about this, and Jesus seeing, Zacchaeus was unwilling that he would not see Jesus. Can I share with you, any time that you open the Word of God, and you come into the presence of the Lord, and you open His Word, and you say, Lord, show me thyself. He's going to reveal Himself to you. As you come to the Lord in prayer, and you say, Lord, show me thyself. That He's going to reveal Himself to you. As you come to the house of God, and as you come to the house of God with a prepared heart, and you say, Lord, I'm thankful for the church family that I've got, but Lord, if you don't speak to anyone else, speak to me, reveal yourself to me. He's going to reveal himself to you. I've never walked into a church service with a heart that was right with God, with a heart that was prepared to listen, with a heart that was prepared to, to hear the word of God, where I left saying, you know what, I didn't get anything out of that. God didn't reveal himself to me. Now, I've sat in some services where, where the, the, the preaching might not have been uh, great preaching, but God's Word was still in front of me. And as God's Word was being preached, I might not have gotten anything from the preacher, but God sure did show me something. I've never walked into a church service where I said, Lord, meet with me, show me yourself, where He didn't do that. Zacchaeus, as he is seeking to see the Lord, you see that Jesus saw him. Verse number 8 you see here salvation of Zacchaeus mentioned in verse number 8. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, half of, the, of my goods I give to the poor. You see a heart of repentance here. As he, he, he is remorseful of what he has just taken place. And the Bible says in verse number 8, And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to the house for so much as he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. The only person, if you go and study, the only person that Zacchaeus could call Lord was Caesar himself. By him proclaiming to the Lord that he is Lord, he was acknowledging who the true Lord was. 
As you think about this for just a moment, as I've shared this in, in times past, and that, that, that time and that, that, that story in history where there were, there were people that would once a year have to come and proclaim that Caesar is Lord. And there were people that were unwilling to do so because they had such a strong conviction that, no, 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 Caesar's not Lord. There's only one Lord. People would say, oh, you just do it. Then you can worship the Lord himself. No, because he's not Lord. I will not. I will not. And people died for it. As you think about Zacchaeus here, Zacchaeus is unwilling to, 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 uh, to, to miss out on seeing Jesus Christ, and Jesus sees him, and then he sees the salvation through. The Bible says in Matthew 10, verse 32, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also be more before my Father which is in heaven. This man offered forgiveness. Jesus is offering him for forgiveness, but now he's also offered eternal life. As you think about this in our own lives, and you think about this in Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus went from being greedy to being generous. He went from being a liar to being a, and thief to being honest and being right. Can I share with you what that shows us? That shows us that right there, that you can be one way, and then you can be another way. But the only way you'll be this way is if Jesus is the difference maker. There are people who are good people morally. They have all the morals in the world, that would be good morals, but that's not going to get them to heaven. There are people that you look at and you say, man, they were the, the, the worst person that you could have ever seen. They, were, they had the filthiest mouth. They had the filthiest lifestyle. They, they did this. They did that. What happened? Jesus. Jesus. I once was greedy, but now I'm generous because Jesus. I, I once was a liar and a thief, but now, hey, hey I just want to be a, a righteous person. I want to live for the Lord. I want to be a generous and honest person. What changed, Jesus? You know, I once hung around this crowd and did these things and did all of this sin, but then I began to see that, hey, there was a better lifestyle for me. What are you talking about? And I met Jesus. And he was the difference maker. This man, Zacchaeus, had a position revealing that he, who he was, but his position was also he was lost and he left with a new position. He had a possession that left him empty, but he left with a new possession. He had a power that meant nothing because he had met the all-powerful one. And this position that he had meant nothing because he found a new position in Christ. Every single one of us, the hymn, I once was lost, but now I'm found. Man, those are precious words. Can I share with you for just a moment, if you were here this evening and you say, I don't know Jesus Christ is my personal Savior, but I, you don't realize the things that I've done. You could describe every single one of those things that you've done, and Jesus says you're still worthy. He died for you. There are people out in this world that you will come in contact with, and they will make a statement like, oh, Jesus would never save someone like me. No, yes, he would. Yes, he would. Can I share with you this evening, there's so much in these first ten verses here. A man who was seeking and he was seeking, and he was unwilling to be left empty as he, he had already come empty looking for something. He was unwilling to, to turn when he was pressed and turn when he couldn't see Jesus and just go on his way. No, he said, I'm going to find a way. I'm going to do it. I will find a way. And Jesus walks into town. Zacchaeus, make haste. Come down. I must abide at thy house. Can I share with you this evening? Every single time that you want to seek the Lord, He'll reveal Himself to you. You say, Lord, I want to see you today. Okay, I'll meet with you. 
just the other morning, as I was driving, I was spending some time in prayer, and one of the things that was a blessing in the moment, even this morning this happened, this morning as I was driving my truck, my truck is older, so I have to put a USB in to be able to hook it up to the phone to be able to listen to music. And as I was getting into my truck, one of the things that you know about me is I love music, but this one particular day, today, I had already transferred my USB uh, charger to another, uh, either the house or in the other car, and so I didn't have it. And I said, well, I guess, you know, I'm not going to waste my time, so I'm just going to spend some time in prayer this morning. Silence. And driving to the church, spending some time in prayer, and spending that time in prayer was a blessing, and just being able to just fellowship with the Lord, and coming into the house of God, and spending some time in prayer with the men of the church, and praying about, you know, what the Lord's will is, not only for us, but also for our church, and we were praying, Lord, just reveal yourself, and continue to, to provide in your timing, and being right here and getting a text message with three people would support us with for for uh, m- uh, pr- month not monthly but um, you know a one time offering or whatever the case might be was a blessing. Getting a phone call after the service and in, in, in our home church that we had come from saying that we took up an offering it took up over three thousand dollars that we're going to be sending your way and all of these many things. But as I was driving the other day, you ever been here before? where you are sitting there and you're just spending some time in prayer as I was driving the van and on the interstate and the sun had already come up. It was a beautiful day just driving. This was before I had gotten my ticket. All was well. Driving, just spending some time in prayer. And all of a sudden, overwhelmed. Not that type of overwhelmed about overwhelmed with what's in front of us. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the overwhelmed of, man, the tasks that are held. That's a different uh, head. That's a different type of uh, overwhelmed here. I'm talking about the, 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 the overwhelming of, you're just too good to us. Lord, I just, I, I think far too many times I, I take you for granted and take your, your blessings for granted. I, I take the, the health of my family and the blessing of our church family and the blessing of what you're doing in our midst and all these things. Lord, sometimes I just take it for granted and, overwhelmed and tears begin to stream down my eyes. You say, you're a bold man saying that. I'm not ashamed to be one who cries. Matter of fact, every single day I pray that God would bring more tears in my eyes because I don't think we weep like we ought to. Weeping as I'm driving, pulling up to, you know, at a gas station, having to get gas and tears. Someone look at me and say, I got allergies, man. I promise. No. Just driving down. Reflecting on all that God has done for me and my family. All that God's done for me. All that God's done in our church. All that God's done in, in, in our extended family. The answers to prayer. I mean, I was thinking the man who led me to the Lord wasn't even supposed to be alive when he led me to the Lord. They only gave him a certain amount of time, and he, I told him, I said, man, you've escaped death I don't know how many times. And he wasn't even supposed to be alive. But today... When they took up a love offering, he raises his hand and says, hey, if the church will give a thousand, I'll match that thousand dollars. He wasn't supposed to be here today. God's been too good to us. And how many times does God desire that we would just find ourselves seeking and, hey, it means we're going to have to put forth a little bit of effort and we're going to have to really work at it. And all of a sudden, the opposition, the difficulties reveal themselves. The, 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 the dangers reveal themselves, the problems, the circumstances, the inconveniences. 
thinks, oh, it's just not worth it. Zacchaeus had every excuse to turn around and say, I tried. I was going to. Lord, I'm short. They hate me. They despise me. So I wasn't able to. Now he took it upon himself to climb a tree because he said, I'm going to see Jesus. Can I share with you, tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and you may be overwhelmed. You may even wake up late. You may wake up and go through the entire day and it's been a busy day and you're tired and you're exhausted and you say, you know what? I just don't feel like spending time in prayer today. It's just been a long day. And you say, oh, you know, I just it's been just such a long day. I just don't feel like looking right now and reading. I, it's just been too much. And If you want to find that excuse, it'll be there. But if you say, no, I will spend time in prayer. Lord, I want to see you. Reveal yourself to me. Lord, I'm going to spend time in your word. And Lord, I'm not even going to put a time limit on it. I'm going to set the distractions aside. I'm not going to set the timer on my watch. I'm going to spend time reading. Lord, I want to see you tonight. I want to see you today. Can I share with you? He'll reveal himself to you. And you'll say, what a Savior. What a Savior. Zacchaeus came in searching. He was unfulfilled. You say, why was he unfulfilled? He had all of the, the financial benefits. He had the, the places he could go to. He had the promotion. He had the power. He had the, the job. He had all the titles. He had everything he would ever need except Jesus. Can I share with you? If you have Jesus, but you don't have the promotion, you don't have the power, you don't have the finances, you don't have the places, you don't have all those things, you have all you need. He's all you need. You don't need the wealth of this world. You don't need the promotion of this world. You don't need the power of this world. You don't need the, 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 the fulfillment that this world has to offer you because it will always leave you unfulfilled. But Jesus satisfies all. A changed man, not because of his personality, not because of his, 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 his statements, not because of some of the things that he done changed because of Jesus. May Jesus change every single one of us and help us to be given, sold out, surrendered. You say, how is Zacchaeus given? The moment that he clarified, Lord, he said, Lord, this is what I'm going to do. Those who I've wronged, I'm going to get it right. Lord, those that I've done this, I'm going to get it settled. Lord, I'm on a new path. I'm all in. Zacchaeus, changed, given. Lord, we do thank you. Lord, I pray that you'd help us. Lord, help us not to make excuses as to why we don't see the Lord. Lord, help us not to, uh, Lord, use these times to miss out. Lord, if every single one of us wanted to find a distraction, we could. Every one of us wanted to find a reason why we didn't meet with you, we could. Why we didn't walk with you, follow you, we could. But Lord, I pray that you'd meet with us. That you'd show us yourself. Lord, help us to be a people that are seeking on a daily basis. Help us to be a people that want to see you for who you are. Help us to be a people that are holy because you are holy. Help us to be a people that are given. Lord, we thank you for your goodness tonight. We thank you for all the many blessings. I thank you for the church family. I thank you for the family that we have. I thank you for, oh Lord, the sweet spirit within our church family. I pray that you take us to new heights, do things that only you could do. I pray that when we have contact with certain people and they ask questions, we'd say, only God. Only God could do this. I pray that you would just help us to be a people that are given, yielded, sold out, surrendered, Lord, that you'd have preeminence, and we'll thank you for it. Take this invitation, use it, for it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.